Welcome back to the Reserves Podcast, nice and early in the week on a Monday. Nice and early mm. in the week when the people want to see it. You know what I realise? They, 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 they can't see it, mate. Because yeah. we're, we're audio. We're yeah, don't. You're so nice. You're so nice before and after. <laughs> During the pod, you're just, a, you're just so mean. I'm going to take a different approach this week, Dil. Be nice. This, um, this pod, so um, we'll see how it goes. Be nice for once. What's this approach, mate? Oh, no, you'll see as the pod develops. Uh, he's sucking it a bit. Yeah. He's sucking it. Continue. <laughs> All right, we've got a heap of people's voice to get through. And these are actually backed out of people's voice, voices. So this one is from Zalia, who says, whoever's, and she didn't say it like this, but I'll have to agree with her. Whoever's phone keeps fucking going off in the pod, Hayden. make it stop. That is mine. I yep. have it in my pocket at the moment. Uh, He's actually on call for uh, the Secret Service every yes. time it buzzes because someone's just died. What would you do, though? Do Excuse you- me? Do you think I would make a good Secret Service? Operative. No way. Why? If someone's about to he snipe would, the president I, and you've got to jump in front of the bullet, no chance. He gives me full Homer Simpson guarding Mayor Quimby vibes. <laughs> just fully black suited, <laughs> black glasses, thick, just <laughs> like. Yeah. You'd be pretty good, Kobe. I reckon you would like. The thing that would get you in trouble is that you think you're stealth, but you're not stealth. The thing that would get me in trouble is I would know where the sniper is before he knows where he is. Yeah. S- Dylan, Dylan can't be it because his breathing will give him up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Speaking of in trouble. <laughs> I let the let it let it slip last week. What Jackson? Oh, you, this is your next five minutes is yours now. So we know how we said this is a formal apology. He, he didn't post anything. Mm. He did. He sent. He you posted a... probably the biggest breakdown from a listener we've ever just, seen. Just before you go on, deal, Kobe, for the next five minutes, we don't say anything because this That's has fine. nothing to do with us. That's fine. It's all deal. It is all deal. He so came deal. for all three of us, but it was all so deal. deal. Off you go, mate. So yeah, I forgot to read out Jackson's statements. He broke down the top five or the big six in the Premier League, broke them all down, broke down their transfer window, broke down everything. And I had the audacity to sit here and say, Jacko did not send us anything. He is now under 50 foot of shit again. Yep. Um, so it's bad by me. So I'm also going to play this. We're in trouble here listening to this. Where um, we, we might have a little bit coming for us uh, post-pod. So let's just have a listen to this from Jackson himself. Morning, lads from the Reserves Podcast. Jackson White here. Thanks for your uh, kind words on the pod about my shoulder and uh, the unfortunate one-point loss that we suffered in the grand final. But uh, I'm outraged, absolutely outraged, disgusted, let down, um, not by anything to do with football, but by my mates that do the Reserves podcast. Well, I thought they were my mates. <laughs> mates is a loose word. <laughs> not only forgot about my question, but then uh, lied to the listeners and um, told the listeners that I did not send any question. Complete lie. Um, and if the Reserves podcast want to go to court about this, I'm happy to get my lawyers involved because I sent in six screenshots the top six teams transfer buys and sells. Um, and then I gave my own opinion on how each team did. And I asked for the boys' thoughts on each top six teams' um, efforts in the transfer window, which was replied to by the deal or Kobe, because I know Hayden wouldn't fucking jump on the Instagram page and do any work for the boys. But... Um, 
Yeah, I sent in a pretty long and, you know, pretty long question for the boys to answer. And, um, yeah, they've just uh, completely forgotten about it. And then... They cut him off early. <laughs> a story where I didn't send in a question. So, boys, pick up your fucking game because... Uh, I should be number one at the moment. So just to, I just want to quickly interrupt you, Dill, before you say anything. Um, Huge. So that went for about a minute? Minute 40. Minute 40. Minute 40. That's a fair that bit was of, a minute 40? Yeah. Um, he said more words there than he did when he was live on the podcast with us a few oh months no. ago. Aiden, <laughs> so, um, no. So, Jackson, I'm over the moon that you feel so passionate about just doing something on, on, uh, on audio. Um, just when you're in the flesh, mate, just say a few more words than... <laughs> Than that next time. <laughs> all right, uh, but it's actually like it's all went, worked out well and good because we got no Premier League this week because uh, your Majesty what? of the Queen's gone for what? a nine eye. Mate, mate, I I have uh, gone I... for a nine eye. Is that what you just said? That's what I've just said, the geezer. <laughs> well, no, the thing is that you've now, for your incompetence, Dylan, which is exactly what has transpired over the last week or so, our power rankings, <laughs> our power rankings are in disarray. If you they are in disarray. We've had Tom Dawson week one. How many times? We've had have Jackson White week two. That we've got a lot of people. I want some fucking answers. Just talking nonsense. Just let us get through it, mate. Please. So Let's he go. says, "I've returned." This is on the first of September. So <laughs> who? <laughs> who? This is Jacko. Ah, Eleven I've done days some ago. Research. Um, he says he may update before the pod. That was four pods ago. <laughs> who in your eyes has done the best this window, and who has done the worst? Okay. Um, he then goes Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea I like our ins But with the outs we've got We haven't nearly covered the losses Left in our starting 11 Aubameyang and Tuchel in uh, Tuchel, Tuchel, Tuchel Tuchel out since then Our depth will be very poor uh, Come the latter stages And if nothing is fixed in January The season is out the door already Love Sterling happy with Koulibaly And Fofana coming in But yet to see a striker Well there was Aubameyang mm. So what were our thoughts on them adding Aubameyang before? Oh, they needed a, a genuine out-and-out striker, which they got in Aubameyang. But it's the question mark on if he gets injured or goes down, who's backing up. They've had Havertz up front a few times, um, but he's not the answer, is he? Yep, he then goes, Man City have done it again for a club that is yet to win a Champions League. Somehow... Uh, these blokes get everyone. Haaland is looking as real as deal as they come. Phillips in for depth and a kanji. They really don't give a shit selling three of their top players for rival Premier League clubs. Yeah, they've just they just do it. Yep. Consistently yep. they do it. Um, United, I think they've gotten rid of a lot of players that weren't performing. However, bringing in Casemiro and Eriksen, the age of those two, seems to me like they're buying for short-term success. However, Malasia, Anthony and Martinez all look like decent signings for me. Ten hug players. So, yep, make it quite obvious. Uh, they'll be good additions in the system. Mm, for sure. Uh, he then says, um, Tottenham, strong window for me. I'd be happy if I was a Spurs fan about the window, um, not about the trophy cabinet. Ha-ha. <laughs> good one. But the signings <laughs> seem to be an improvement across the squad Burn. and have only loaned a few starters out, so look for them to possibly rejoin in the future. Um, from a Tottenham fan, I was a bit disappointed that we were, had to get so many loans out. Um, in terms of the ins, we did a lot of our heavy buying like months ago. Not months ago, probably like a month or two ago. So on trade deadline day, we didn't do much. But if you had a set on trade deadline day, we added Perisic, Richarlison, um, Longley, we would have been like, what a trade deadline. So we definitely improved across the board. Want to see Richarlison play some more minutes. Um, there's a bit of Hung Min Sun sort of like 
he needs to be in the starting 11. Mm. Right now, he's so out of form that if he was dropped, I wouldn't mind. Yep. Um, Richarlison scored a brace in his first Champions League game, wanting to play more. Excellent window for us. Yep. And then Liverpool. Liverpool, not a lot of signings. So, um, so not much improvement, but they're already one of the strongest squads out there. Will still be quality and got rid of a lot of Deadwood and loaned some youngsters out too. Up against a little bit Liverpool at the moment, obviously the big loss um, to Napoli before the Queen died. Mm, yep. Um, yeah, so hopefully the little breather now they can just sort of get settled again and hit the season back and running. Okay, here we go. So move. So that's Jacko. What? So no, no Arsenal spiel. Um, I don't think so. No if Arsenal I spiel. I'm sorry, I didn't see it there. If anything, Arsenal had the best transfer window out of the big teams. Look, he Arsenal. probably did, and I missed that. Zinchenko, Gabriel Jesus, Fabio, uh, Fablo. Vieira, and also we can't forget our Marquinhos, who scored against Zayek. Yep. Alrighty, so this one comes from Big Cheese Andrew. He goes, also an Arsenal question. Mm, from, good. The United, from the United game. Arsenal looked better when sitting deep on the 18-yard line and countering play and letting Man U have possession. Second half, they took over the possession and couldn't find a way through, exposing their centre-backs who can't play a line. I then return with, that's a statement, not a question. He goes, yeah, I guess, but what I meant to say to the question is, have Arsenal really made adjustments to their technical approaches to tough games? Um, oh, it's a bit hard to sort of tell now. Like, first came against United, but still jury's out on how United sort of are. So that first half played perfectly. United have struggled to score pretty much when they've had possession. And then Arsenal went a different approach in the second and sort of got caught out. The the back four is still a bit of work to do, like with Saliba, White, Gabriel, Zinchenko, a little bit of Tini, a little bit of Tomiyasu. So it's still trying to figure out who the best back four is. Um, but I'm not concerned, really. Like, it's still early in the year, still a young side. I'd be more concerned if that result came out and the effort mm-hmm. occurred post-January. Yep, fair enough. He then followed up with, so we love our clutch moments. What would you call an anti-clutch moment? He goes, like an epic fold moment. Choke, so here's a, a choke. Here's, so here's, I then go, surely just choke. Mm. He goes, yeah, choke. What are our favourite choke moments? I'll give you one from the weekend. Jake Lever giving away the 50 oh with two minutes my. left. We're obviously <coughs> going to get into that. Holy hat. Holy hat. That's mm. ultimate. Ultimate. Holy hat. Anti-clutch moment. Um, this is one for the old cricket. Tragics. Ben Stockton will appreciate this one. Um, 19, I think it was 1999 Cricket World Cup. Australia versus South Africa. Steve Waugh was on about 20-odd, 30-odd. Hit it to mid-wicket. Herschel Gibbs catches the ball, and as he goes to celebrate, drops the ball. Drop catch. Steve Waugh said to him, you've just dropped the World Cup. Australia going to win the World mm-hmm. Cup, beating South Africa in the final. So yep. I find that a very... Uh, that's the first one that comes to mind. I'm trying to think of other ones. Clutch. Anti-clutch. Yeah, no, anti-clutch. I'm just thinking clutch and anti-clutch. Um, Don't me. You haven't given one yet. Oh, I, I know I haven't given one, but I'm just trying to... Uh, Contribute. Oh, would you Would you say the England Euros, the penalty shootout, both soccer and... Uh, no, that's very harsh. No, that's anti-clutch. Very that's anti-clutch. harsh. That's anti-clutch, mate. Doesn't matter how young you are, you still got to be clutch, bro. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a dumb thing. It's not an anti... Oh, I wouldn't say that. That's very harsh. Anti-clutch. So oh, what anti-clutch. Go, Dil. Has to be the Atlanta Falcons losing to the New England Patriots all those years ago. Yeah. And then doing it again that, and this morning. And talking about fold. Mm. Absolutely fold. Mm. There's, there's, Led plenty, by what, there's plenty more out there. Um, oh, would you say... Actually, no, I've lost it. That's good. Well, we all had one at least. That's good. Yeah. Um, this one's from Benny Paul. Thanks, Dill. He has quite a few today. So he goes, sorry, but this would be too hard to write in the story thingo. 
And then he quotes, I feel personally attacked for being called out for asking non-sport questions for clout. I've been asking non-sport questions since before these power rankings even came out. A lot of my questions have been for life advice for myself <laughs> and genuine interest in all your respected opinions on the common questions I face on a day-to-day basis. Also, <laughs> lots of love. Keep up the good work. Yeah, probably went a bit too hard on Benny. This is why he is number one. We were more talking to Kane Sarich. Why has the power? Why has the people's voice just deteriorated into this? <laughs> Everyone's just coming for we've, us. We've, we've gone away. From That's what happens when you bring the power rankings. The, the people want they want, want the pa- yeah. Like we just wanted people to bring bring their opinion, bring their questions, all for the pot. And now it's genuine egotist, egotistical fucking. Now behavior. it's now it's you know, boys, you're all fuckheads. Yeah, but Grow I love up. that from Ben. No, that's yeah. yeah. always number one. Um, this one I also like it when this happens. So Big Cheese has come back again, mm. third question of the day, and he's responding to one of your statements. My he statements. Goes, question for Cobb. Ooh. He said how you you love your chess. What's his ranking in chess? What's his favourite opening strategy or line as black or white? And thoughts on the Hans Neiman cheating skin. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, well, cheese, I can address that in certain aspects, but it may be brought up later in the pod. So <clears throat> I always, always... Move my horse first. Always Same. Move my horse. Every single time I move it first, followed by a specific pawn depending on the opponent's move. Do you play as black or white? I don't care. I win both times. Do you know who, oh. do you know who <laughs> Hans Neiman is? Yes, I do. You'll find out later in the pod, deal. Do you know who Hans Neiman is? No. Do you, Kobe? I do. Okay. okay interesting. interesting. Hmm, very much so. Let's move on to our next question. I've got a couple of... So this one is from... We're going to go to... Corey Wilson's. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hope your weekends were splendid and you enjoyed the superb weather. Thanks, mate. It's raining today. Uh, <laughs> got a few things that my mum asked. Fucking North supporters. <laughs> um, in terms of raw talent potential, what are you boys expecting from Carlos Alcaraz Garcia in the next Opens? We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, with Finch officially done in ODIs, does Kerry take the mantle of captain? And if not, who does it go to? <sighs> oh, it's a really interesting one. Because Australia like to rotate their test players in one days, mm. i.e. Pat Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood. All of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. And usually it's gone to a batter. Would it be Alex Carey? Is he... Josh Inglis played on the weekend? Well, yesterday I think it was. Maybe it is Steve Smith deal. Maybe it is Steve. What do you think? Um, is, it, is it Marnus? Fuck. No, nah, you can't have Marnus. You really can't. Um, he wouldn't win a toss You know either. what would be, honestly, if, if he was in better form and being selected, Travis Head would be an option. Captain's for South Australia as well. Doesn't play. But he's, exactly. Yeah. And then you could almost go, give it to give it to a, give it to a man. Give it to someone with broad shoulders and a big chest. You know Stoin. what I'm thinking of? Give it to the Stoin. Stoin. He'll get for Mitch Marsh in a couple No of one weeks. remembers a Stoin innings. That he's played for Australia Ever. since the one he made against New Zealand fucking 10 years ago, Ever. five years ago. Yep. Out of New Zealand, his first 100. Oi. Mm. A lot of people don't like him, but he's hardly ever rotated and he's always I playing think I know what you're say. Adam Zampa. Yeah, Zamps. That, would be... that, 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 that doesn't fit the Australian mould, though. He's vegan. He's imagine that, imagine right. the field positions. He'd open. Zamps. <laughs> He'd open. probably open the bowling. But it. Oh, it's, it's not K- really an answer. Kerry's a good shout, to be yeah. honest. Yep. Yeah. Um, is Kerry the best of a bad lot? Yes. Um, yes. Good Cole Cubs. I wouldn't say yeah. bad lot. He's the best of what you got. Exactly. I think he's our best one-day keeper by mile. I meant for captain. Mm. 
Lastly, mm. where in Perth does the best Conti <laughs> roll? In my mind, the RE store is hard to beat. What? The RE store. The RE store? Dylan. Are you fucking serious? That's what he says. No, no, no. The RE store. Thank the you. Store. Dil, it's literally Italian heaven. I don't... Yeah, sorry, I've never been. The, oh, get out of the valley. No, I don't. Have you had, a, Char- have you had a Charlie's The only before? time I go out of the valley is go up the hill, mate. It's not much better up there. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> the RE store, Kobe. Um, by the way, now I'm in the power rankings. I'm Religious not coming education out of store. Questions will be in the inbox every week. So he says, I'm in the rankings. I'm not coming out. Um, do we have a Conti Roll place? Uh, the RE store is pretty good. The, the RE um, store would be the best. The I think. deli in Stratton. Uh, yeah. The Stratton Deli. You're going to have to be really specific here because no one goes to Stratton because it's a shithole. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know where Stratton is, really. You don't want to know. No, no. I don't need to say anything else because if you had to type in the RE store in the maps to get there, it's the RE store, mate. All you'd have to type in is. The Stratton Deli, and you'd get there. They have a pretty nice contract. The restore's the same, mate. So Charlie's, Charlie's, um, oh, of course, is course, top draw. Of course, the restore. It's Charlie's course. Um, but there's one that I have close to work. It's around the Osborne Park sort of area. Um, it's Daniella's. Daniella's beautiful, nice. We just go there for work, so have that most days. So it's always interesting. Mm. But put in the top five. Kobe, have you got one outside of the RE store? Don't really eat a lot of Conti oh, rolls. Fair enough. We'll fair move enough. on. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> this one's from Tommy Dawes. Are, so we'll speak about this now because we probably won't touch on it later. Are Richmond in danger this trade period of repeating Hawthorne's mistake of trading picks to stay in the Premiership window? Window. He um, examples Wingard, O'Meara, and Mitchell as coming into the Hawks team. This ultimately backfired for the Hawks and set their rebuild back. Richmond are going to have to trade all their current and possible future draft ca- uh, currency to land Taranto and Hopper. He has a PS, which I'll get to in a minute. Honestly, Taranto and Hopper, what's it costing you, first up? So, GWS have come out today or yesterday that they demand two first-rounders for Jacob Hopper. So, it's so at this rate, it's going to cost you three for both. If you're is Taranto a free agent or is no, he traded as If you're well, telling me... They all have to be traded. If Jacob Hopper's... Off- Jacob Hopper's uh, demand and price is two first rounders. Then Taranto's fucking ten, mate. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there, including GWS fans, that think Taranto is overrated. Hmm. I tend to strongly disagree. Okay. So they're going to have to find five first rounders for think both of gonna, them. I, so I think that's think, silly. I don't I think, think they're going to have to I find five. I think you'll see uh, the trade get done with a third team. I think there'll be a third team involved okay. somewhere. Where a sec- you can't have... Well, you've got Bobby Hill that wants to leave. Yeah, so you'll have the, the two first-rounders that, for example, go to Hopper. So this year's and... They've got two first-rounders, don't they? Yeah, they've got Norths. Apparently, Sorry, yeah. it's a late... That's an early second. Sorry, my bad. Um, so it'll be this year's and next year's, and then there has to be a third team involved somehow. Might be involved if the Dockers, with the lob move to to the Dogs, and one of the first-rounders slips to the JWS Giants. Honestly, I reckon we're going to see like a six-team trade, and it just everything gets facilitated. Yeah, and cool. that's why it'll take a lot of work, but... Um, to answer, what do you think about Tom's question? So, do you well, think yeah, Richmond he was getting back to the original? Are they making a mistake doing? What this? do you think? I don't. I don't think so. I think. Well, let's look at the people they brought in, right? Hawthorne. So, if we're comparing a director to Hawthorne, Wingard, flaky as it gets. Yep. yep. O'Meara didn't play for two straight seasons at um, GWS. GWS. Mitchell, Gold Coast. Oh, sorry, uh, Gold Coast. Mm. Mitchell was only one first, and. We know what he is. An inside yep. ball winner that's going to feed there. He's not. He's probably not going to win your games because he's going to be a reason. Yep. Three trades that are spectacle... Uh, not spectacle. Spectacle. Um, what's the word? Iffy at best. Mm. Whereas <laughs> I think this one here, Jacob Hopper, who hasn't really had a chance to 
really flourish at GWS, plays in only as an inside mid at the moment, and those mid spots are absolutely stacked to get into. Yeah, Taranto, who we just saw play off a half forward flank because mm. of this same issue. Yep, I think this is a little bit different. I think they're both mid twenties. Yep, mid twenties. Yep. You look at the other um, Richmond pieces. You know, it's a pretty relatively mixed. Yep. I think it's a good move. I think I'm all for it. For people to think that Richmond have just randomly gone about this and gone, oh, Hopper's on the market, Taranto's on the market, great. Uh, so wrong. Well, this Hopper been, was to Geelong for weeks. This, not even not even a month ago. So we're talking, this has been a two to three year build for the Tigers. So everyone, last year, Richmond had four selections within the top 30 in the draft. They took Gibkiss with their sixth pick. They took Sonsi, they took Who got Judson late. Clark, Sam Banks that we haven't seen, and also, where is he, uh, Tom Brown that we haven't seen as well. So they've had four young kids come into their system. They went to the draft last year with the full intention that this year there's going to be some free, well, some tradable yeah. players coming in. You've also got club. to remember the age demographic that both teams had of their stars when they, mm. as they're coming out of, I guess, dynasty, you'd call yep. it. Yep, Um Pretty similar, yep. you know, you Hodge, Mitchell Lewis, mm. and then you look at Richmond, Dusty, Ray Walt, yep. those sort of guys. They're sort of the same age demographic, but Hawthorne went, nah, fuck yeah, see you later, you're yep. off, we'll get the young blokes in now, and we'll trade for these guys, mm. whereas Richmond have gone, we'll keep you on less money, mm. but we reckon we can go again. Mm. So I think Richmond will be a lot stronger. It's really, and the thing that also gives me more faith that Richmond will stay at least a finals contending team, is just looking at how they've developed some of those, um, how could I say, role players into stars like Baker, yep. Stack. Yep. Um, Stack's not really that good. Sydney Stack. Oh, sorry, not Sydney, sorry. Um, Shire Bolton, sorry, was yep, the one yep. I was thinking of. Um, well, even Noah Cumberland's played like eight games and he looks great. Noah Bolt is another one as well. Yep. So where the Hawthorne system was a little bit more skill-orientated and IQ-based... Richmond, well, we know what a Richmond game looks like. Get the ball forward. Get the ball forward. So I've got more faith in Richmond to be able to plug and play the role players a bit better than what Hawthorne did and probably bring in the better players too. So um, I'm not saying that the Richmond dynasty is better than the Hawthorne one, but well, there's one. There it is again. Sorry. My bad. Fucking hell. Um, and, his, and his PS was, I, also, I always thought the flag mental mantra was a bit tongue-in-cheek, like the England um, at the World Cup with the hashtag, it's coming home. People that actually try to rag on us that it's over seems pretty dense or not seeing it as a joke. Um, that It's coming home was not a joke. No. No, that was very the serious. Start, and I also, I just, say I feel like to be able to say that, you'd have to be like, if Freo won the flag... Mm. Would the next year be flag mantle? Yes. Hmm. So I think it was a little bit more than tongue in cheek. I think any time we're good, it's going to be flag mantle from now on. Until you win a flag. <laughs> well, even <laughs> then, then. after that, it might be something it'll different. Be... But I, I, we didn't touch on this last week, and we probably should have. I came out pre-season deal, or sorry, mid-season, and said I didn't think Fremantle would win a final, and they beat the Dogs. Congratulations to them. But the one thing that we did mention was how inexperienced they were in the back half, and fuck, that got shown up against the Pies, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But they played technically with 16 on the deck, Fremantle, if you ask me. Who was the two? Brandon Walker and um, Clark. Yeah, they were both pretty pissed Get into that later. Brock Russell, so let's try to rapid fire through some of these because these are our shorter questions that are just just put in there. Favourite and least favourite subjects at school? We're all PE, surely, for favourite. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Least favourite? Math. Do you like math? 
Economics in Year Twelve. Oh, <laughs> economics. That second favourite. Second favourite subject in Year Eleven. Least favourite subject in Year Twelve. Continue. Uh, Jacko, don't forget my new dogs. Don't worry, we, we got you. We got you, Bruder. No, you got him. We weren't a part of this to begin with. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, all of you. Uh, Benny Pohl, do the last two games hurt Luke Jackson's trade value? No. Was it too harsh to judge him of two finals games? No. Very harsh. Absolutely not. No chance. I was thinking about it today. The one-two punch of Darcy and Jackson. Mm. I don't know how it works, mate. That's my concern. You've got a large fridge and a once-in-a-generation athletic ruck. Uh, who's a less than 200 centimetres. Every ruckman who's been pretty fucking good has been over 202. Then you get into Sean Darcy as well. You can stand in the square when the ball hits the deck. What happens? That's fine, mate. I'm just That's saying. Fine. I don't know how it looks. That's my only just thing. Just have a bit more positivity about ya. I'm not a Frank Mantle fan, so Hudson. Oh. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Hudson Knight. One second. Is this other question there? Yep. No. Yep. Oh. Why are you getting that deal? Just a quick one with Luke Jackson, who technically helped midfield's dominance in the grand final last year. Kobe, oh, who was in the ruck. Jackson. Yeah, and now we're talking about how his trade value has been hindered because of two games. How about you talk oh, about last year's grand final? Yeah, go into it. Hudson Knight. Is Cam Green the most talented Australian athlete? Talented. Who? Is he the most talented athlete in Australian sport? Right now? Yes, I'm guessing. Who? Cam Green. Yeah. As in cricketer? Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> That's what this is. Who, who wrote that? Hudson Knight. Hudson Knight. Hudson. Who a bloke named fucking Nick Kyrgios? I think he's got a fair bit of talent. I think he's got a little bit more than fucking Cam Green. That too. There's another one. Yep. Who else? We can name another ten. Ben Simmons hasn't played for two years. He's a distant memory, but yes. Who else? Paddy Mills. No. This cyclist. That I'd one say Cam Green has more talent than Paddy Mills. A cyclist. That one listener would have liked me. Cam to Green. His name, so but one didn't. thing with Cam Green, and this is what's hurting his argument here, is that we're looking at what he could be, not at what he's done. However, you look at what he's done. And it's actually not bad so far. There's probably Deal. some decathlete Deal. from the Olympics. 36 average with the bat, 31 Everyone's, with the ball. Hey, I, I love Cam Green. He's going to be the 36 best. 36 with the bat, 31 He's going to be our ball. best all-rounder. Better than Callis at the time of their careers. Actually, well, hasn't scored a Test 100 yet. He has not. He has not. I agree. The thing that concerns me is that we speak about this big, strong man that is Cam Green. He is strong. All right, two things. Small story. His mum gave him throwdowns when he was playing juniors. All right. That's a fucking no-no, and it's always been a question mark I've had over his character ever since. He cramps when he bats. Grow up, mate. All right? Didn't have enough pickle juice. Mate. Pickle. He's a, he's a, he's a, he consistently cramps. Sort that out, Cameron. All right? And when you open the bowling for Australia, mate, then we can start talking, because that's what Jacques used to do. Um, hmm. Eventually. Uh, Kane Peter, who is more damaging, Lockie Neal or Jeremy Cameron? Cameron, by mile. Cameron. Uh, Jack Kells, who gets delisted from Frio this year? Ooh. I saw this question. I had a good think. <clears throat> Tough one. And I think there's going to be a couple of harsh calls. Well, you want to speak about that later or now? No, we'll do it now. But we we'll won't get to it later. Okay. Who, who do you think, Kobe? You've said there's a few, but you haven't mentioned any names. People like... It's tough. Because if you lose all these players, I don't know where the, mm-hmm. everyone else is going to sit. Mm-hmm. But names like Crowden... Ethan Hughes. Ethan Hughes has two years left on his deal. Okay. Could Tuck Scrap that one? Nah, nah Tuck will get traded. He'll get traded, so it'll be another one gone. Um, Travis Collier has another year left. Yeah, Travis Collier. Has another year left, yep, so he will be traded, fine. Yeah. Bailey Banfield's got uh, another Banfield's year. Bailey Banfield's got another year. year. I actually really like Bailey Banfield, to be honest. Mm-hmm. He has his moments, but I like him. Mm-hmm. Joel Hamling. 
I'd be getting rid of Joel Hamling. Now, I don't know his contractual situation either. I'd be getting rid of Joel Hamling. Nathan Wilson being re-signed was an interesting one because he's certainly someone that probably fits the, the mould. Depth, depth, I'd say. Connor Blakely's an obvious one. Connor Blakely I'd be delisting and throwing away his name forever. Yep, so he'll be gone. Um, so there's a couple there, but I guess it's... It's no kids, though. Well, there might be a couple of rookies that sit there. Random really rookies, yeah. Random rookies, they might have a couple there, but... Um, We've got to see what happens after the trade period. That's that's the big one. Yes, sir. Hudson Babbage, what is your favourite word? Ooh. Gib, moving on. <laughs> um, no, no, no. You've got to answer this. Mine's probably marinate at the moment. Okay. So on a Sunday, hungover, I'm just sitting there marinating. Yeah, fair enough. I don't really have one. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Corey Wilson, again. In terms of Australian players, where do you boys rank Finch in all-time white ball players. Can I say something first? Go. I said it on Twitter. I tweeted, you know how I like Twitter. Yes. You don't like, you love it. He was unfairly portrayed as the villain in his last year and a half, last two years. Unfairly. Unfairly, because, mate, you you can't drop yourself. This man has literally had to retire to be out of the side. Mm. Answering that question, Aaron Finch... When he was in prime time, and it wasn't just a short period, it was a good four or five years of prime time Finch was one of the most box office, box mm. office players to watch in white ball cricket. Yep. So I think he was unfairly portrayed as a villain. Bloke had to retire just to get dropped. Um, all time, oh, I don't know, it'd be a long list, but he's definitely up there. So Dill, I've just turned behind me to have a look who's behind me. and you got Benny I've, there. No, I've got Ben Stockton behind me. I've got all these cricket fans. Gavin Munt's another one. Yeah. Who I guarantee we all disagree with you in regards to that unfairly portrayed part of your statement. What do you mean, mate? He wasn't. He can't drop himself. Don't no, 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 no. I'm saying so unfairly. Completely. Under, I agree with don't you. Don't get me wrong. I he can't drop himself. The last yep. two years, he shouldn't have been in the side. I'm not defending him. Okay, there. okay. That's why I thought you were saying. That, no, okay. he shouldn't have been okay. in the side the last two years. Okay, he should not he have been. He doesn't need a run, but he can't drop himself. Agree. Unless he retires, which he had to. So. He's, now, you can't. Com- this is the careful thing with cricket. You can't go and compare Aaron Finch with uh, Roy Simons. You can only keep him, in my eyes, the category where they were and he was an opening batsman. Is Aaron Finch better than Adam Gilchrist in no. white ball cricket? No. no. Matthew Hayden? No. No. David Warner? Uh, no. Uh, you, uh, <coughs> Longev- I'd, I'd, longevity, no. Peaks, probably. I'd actually say in one-day cricket, yes. Yeah. Yep. I'd actually say, but obviously Dave still has a little bit more to go. Mark Waugh? No. A bit young for me to be... Sorry, bit, I was a bit young. I think, I think he's probably on par with Mark Waugh, to be honest. Yep. Like, they're completely different batsmen, but they're probably in that middle tier in mm. regards to opening batsmen. All time, fuck, I reckon there's probably a few better than him. Like, Jai Sarir's up there from Sri Lanka. There's a couple of absolute worldy opening batsmen. Herschel Gibbs He did say one. in terms of Australian. Oh, just Australian? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I'm happy to have him in the top five. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Casey Vander. Can you this quick Cobb, this reply? Sorry, mate. Where was, oh, no, sorry, this was for him. Okay. Where was Cobb's corner graphic? And how did he go this week? Go Miami. One and three. One and three. One not and bad. Three. I did tell everyone my solid one was the Steelers yeah, and yep, they ended up did. winning. Um, I think we make it a, we'll make it a story graphic uh, rather than posting it everywhere. Yeah, sh- that's fine. Happy with that. A little bit of knowledge for you. Is that because you don't want A little bit of knowledge burns. Work? No, I still have to do it. Oh, well, then why don't we just post it and make it a story? No, then it just gets our very our graphic Insta's, heavy. Yeah, but our Insta's been quite bland. Like, not yeah, bland, I'm, I'm working on a plan runs, for that. Do, oh, nice. Do who runs the Insta? Oh, well, we both are on there. Oh, okay. No, it's more Kobe, isn't it? Mm, not really. No. <laughs> Sorry, Cobb. <Colin. laughs> I'm just, right, I'm just an outside contract. All, all, all I see on there is just you guys abusing me each time. So. Abby Chris, will Brisbane, <laughs> win, will Brisbane win this week? P.S. Kobe, I accept your apology. We all make mistakes. <laughs> hmm, she's mm-hmm. got me there. Will they win this week? Quick. No. No. 
I'm going to say yes, just to cover my base with Abby. <laughs> uh, Brock Russell, who, this is so long, by the way, mm. but it's good content, so if anyone wins you, it's fucking hell. <laughs> Brock Russell, is that again? It is again. These people want to stay in the power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> who is the most famous person, we're going to go sports person, you have met? Oh. Now, for, for me, it's an interesting one, because if, if it's like a force to meet, so I, for a, for a cousin, I had to line up and get all of the... Um, Wildcats players' jerseys on signatures on their jersey, so like that's a lot of forced. Uh, I bumped into Sam Burgess when he was still playing for the Rabbitohs. He was over here playing for England at the time, at a bar that was on a Sunday. I don't think it was it wasn't OBH, and I don't think it was the other one. Mm. What's the other one? The lookout. It wasn't that. It was another one. Mm. But I, so Sam, Sam Burgess. Sam Burgess, I reckon. Toby, international rugby star. Um. I met Luke Travers, technically NBA player, and Luke Jackson at Henry Summer. You did. <laughs> yep. And there's a photo. It's very funny. We might post that photo. Yeah. Fuck it. Do it. Um, uh, when I was younger, this is a very random, very funny story. I met Megan Gale at the Inaloo movies because she was doing. She was promoting Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Wow. Unreal. There How's you go. That? Cobb, yours? Mine's a little bit alternative. Yeah. Dennis Cometti. Nice. Yep, so that was an awesome one. I had a genuine conversation with him, so it was pretty cool. Uh, does being at Justin Langer's cricket camp as a kid count? No. Yes. Yeah, so I shook his hand before he was before he actually retired from Australian cricket. Oh, shit. <sighs> he might have retired. Okay. And the last one to round us out, we probably, I reckon our biggest people's voice of all time, Benny Pohl comes back. <laughs> Who is your favourite unlikely hero and what was their moment across all sports? Unlikely hero. Unlikely hero. Boys, I've got one for you. Go. It's that man right there. Mitchie Mitchell J. Johnson. Before he was player of the series in a 5-0 Ashes win, hadn't played test cricket in eight months, mm. had been dropped, had been ridiculed, oh. started his first innings. First innings, he was none for 60 off like 10 overs. Thought the old Mitchie J had returned. Mm. Then he turned it. Mm. Look at that man. Yeah. Unlikely hero, Mitchell Johnson. Going back to the last question, Dill. Met him. He was Perth number one ticket holder at one point. Well, so there you go. Yeah. Kobe, yours? Um, oh, here's one. Obviously, big Kobe Bryant fan growing up. Mm. Uh, 2009, 2010 champion. 2008, 2009, 2010 years. Lamar Odom. Ooh. Loved him because he was so weird on the court. So Just did weird things. Just for Every single time this sort of question gets asked, you have to give kudos to Stephen Bradbury. Yep. Oh, of, course. That's, that's, of course. That's the obvious one. Um... This is really difficult for me. Dom Sheed. Oh, yes. That's fine. Yeah, it's great. Cool. Can you, can you keep your phone from um, buzzing on the table? Thanks, Kobe. Oh, I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, mm. I've got friends. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and to round us up, power rankings update. Again. You can't fault Ben. He's number one. Big Cheese sent in three sports-related questions. Mm. He's six at number two. Smokey, only one question, but we talked for 10 minutes on it. Number three, Brock Russell and the White Walker Wilson are th four and five. You don't have Jacko at six. How much shit, can does, any, how much shit does Jackson have to get through? Can, can, can you... So Brock Russell was talking about our favourite subjects at school and then the most famous person you met, which gained a lot of traction. Unfortunately... Does it change? Do we, can we back, do we have to backdate it? Do we chuck Jacko in the five and take out the white walker? What did Hudson Babbage give this week? 
Uh, just one question about our favourite word. T out of the five? He was tell you who's got 50 shit. I'll tell you who's got 50 feet of shit on him. Hudson Knight. Yeah. Well, that's two Hudsons. Sorry, Nido. Oh, God. <laughs> He's going to. Oi, just, just for the content, should we keep the White Walker out? Yep. Yeah, what was his question again? One of them? Oh, they were good. Oh, uh, what was the. Yeah, one shit one in there, didn't I he? I saw him today and he called my dad fine wine, so. Oh. I've had enough. He said the one about the Australian cricketers. He, yeah, he had did, a really good question this week. Did he have the Cam Green one? Was that the Cam no, Green one? No, that was Hudson. Hudson that was Nido. Don't call him Nido. We, we can't. We can't. Sorry. All right. I'm pretty happy for it to stay. But Jacko needs to go in. And I think he has to go in for Brock Russell at three, at four. So, well, <clears throat> he's so okay, no, so let me just say this out loud. Jacko to... There's to, a guy who's at six who you think needs to get in so he leapfrogs fifth yes. to get to fourth. Yes. I would think he would just go to fifth. White Walker can't be out of the five. His questions this week were pure. But he's Only, not good enough to jump the rest of them. So maybe I'm with Dill. I fucking win, aren't you? Dill's Dill's my best friend. He's my life life partner. Like I said at the start of the pod, I'm taking a different approach. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. People know I try, and this is what I get. I can't win. (laughs) Moving on. I deal with idiots. Deal. Deal. We finally got him. We got. We got a big. We had a big, 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 uh, big thirty-six minutes there. We're going to talk about thirty-six minutes. Thirty-six minutes talking about the people. I told you it was the biggest one we've ever. We need to start really. Gavin Munster and Edis gone. I just want to talk about footy ever. Well, we're not going to talk about footy yet because we're going to quickly talk about the US Open. So we had the finals over the weekend. We're only going to we'll, we'll rapid fire through this. We had Iga Swiatek taking out the women's. Yep. She's been dominating <coughs> women's ever since um, Voldemort um, left us. <laughs> Ash Barty. No, they have, who shall not be named, left us. Oh my She's God. been dominating without, Voldemort. without any competition. It's been elite. Lost the um, and then Carlos Alcaraz Garcia, 19-year-old, <laughs> yep. wins the US Open. Um Look, if there he has shown so much promise. Tell me he's not Nadal Junior. He 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 has to be okay because, and talk about coming into a um, an era of tennis mm. when, my golly gosh, he has the chance to dominate because golly we gosh. we have spoken numerous times on this pod about the character of some of the current twenty two to twenty five year olds. Mm. That will overtake them. The kids coming up now. Of course, no, he 100%. Sinner. Um, Rude. Casper. Yep. Um, TFO is even not too bad. A bit older, though. Yep. Um, just some of these next yep. bracket guys, they're going to mm. jump him. He can definitely. I'm dom- telling you, Cobb. He can, he can dominate for a long time, Alcaraz. Are we entering. <clears throat> I know we mentioned it before who's going to take over the top four, but are we entering maybe one of the deepest. Talent pools of males tennis we've seen for a while. When it comes to, so but it's not really. So bear with really me. The deepest talent pool. It's that the top three aren't that much better which, than the rest. Which of them dare now. say makes it more open net. So yes. you've got guys like Sissipas and Zarev and guys team guys that have been there or thereabouts. But if we add in your Alcaraz, yeah. your Rudes and all that, do we now have like fifteen players well, see, that could win a Grand Slam I, in any see, given okay, time? I hundred percent. I 100% agree, but 100% disagree. Sure. Because I 100% agree that there is now 15 blokes that can win a slam, and it's yep. very entertaining. It is good for tennis. Mm. It's very entertaining. However, you think back to some of those names when the big four were dominating, Nishikori, Warinka, Raonic. Um, Del oh, Potro. yeah. Like, that was, that Del, was Potro. Del, Del Potro. Del Potro. That was Kashinov yeah. when he was up and coming. Dimitrov. Like, we're talking like 20th seed 
on their day. Couldn't touch the top four, but 20C could touch the top. If Dimitrov top was 10. born in any other era, he would have won at least one Grand Slam. Yep. Comfortably. Yep. I, I'm confident of that. Um, but then at the same time, I'm interested in your comment there, how you said that it's better for tennis. But that's also the same argument with the women's game. That's essentially what it is at the moment. You've got 20 females that could win the Grand Slam at any given time. Mm. But you could argue the generic sporting public ridicule it a bit, saying there's no superstar, there's no top four, it's boring to watch. No, it's, I think anyone wins at any time. I think it's more consistency with that. Okay. Because there's a lot of flash in just, the pan. Let's just say in the next five years of men's open tennis, mm. uh, what's that? Four <coughs> slams, five years, that's 20 slams. Mm. Let's just say there's like six blokes that win, win it, you know. Mm. Oh, let's go 10 blokes that are featuring in those Grand Slam wins. That's good. The problem is when. Um, people who are unseeded or something unseeded like that. or even like 20 of the seats come in and win a women's title and then literally disappear mm. not because they don't want to play anymore Voldemort but because they literally just cannot win again that's the, that's that's annoying sure but I'd argue it almost makes it a bit more exciting and gives you a bit more of a story instead of a mid-20s player that wins it in a women's game if you've got someone who's unranked that's come from nowhere I can't mm. remember the, the British girl that won Emma Raducanu that's the yeah. one um you're riding her all the way through. You've got Coco Goff sitting there when she was 16 or 17 pushing Correct. through. You go, yep. oh, there's a few stories here to jump on the back of. Um, yeah, it's just one, that that rhetoric around it's interesting, but I think we're entering that sort of sphere. that word. Sphere. Yeah, I love that. We're entering that sphere. Michael yeah. Rhetoric. All right, so before we get into <laughs> footy, we have to... We have to Cobb, hmm. why, don't, why don't you want to give your opinions, mate? No, I'm not going to anymore. Why not? Because you guys are both fucking idiots. Okay. For starters, you are way too easy to get. Mm, correct. Because when, <laughs> when we put out a line in the group chat mm. and then get you, mm. our first message is got him. <laughs> you got to stop biting. No, I'm not biting. You got to stop biting. I am biting, but I just can't do stupidity, and that's what you both. What do you are. mean? No, come on. Yeah. What do you mean? You can't have two takes, mate. What do you mean two takes? You can't have two takes and claim one. Whenever I had, take, had two takes. No, no. This, this this is my thing. We can have a. I've always said, and I mentioned it earlier in the pod deal. Yep. When I'm wrong, I'll put hand up in the air and go, I am wrong. Yep. Most of the time that I do, and it is to my fault, I'll give an opinion of both sides. That's what I do. Oh, my, oh my footy gods over here. <laughs> so it's my thing. So I literally said... <laughs> the footy gods. So for our listeners at home that have no idea what we're talking about, obviously on the pod, we're sitting there just going, Brisbane D's, rah, rah, rah. And we all said D's. Like, no one in their right mind could actually pick Brisbane based oh, off what Abby did. She Abby did. did. But I did mention, and I did mention on the pod last week, and I mentioned in our group chat, I'm sitting there just going, it's too fucking obvious that Melbourne's going to walk all over Brisbane. The results have been too grand. The statistical anomalies against, well, not anomalies, but Brisbane not winning at the G since 2014, all this shit against Brisbane to go, I just felt there was going to be something happen and it wouldn't surprise me if the game was close. Mm. And the footy gods And the footy gods, the footy gods came and gave us an absolute rip snorter. So... That was my two sides. As I said, I couldn't tell you how Melbourne were going to lose the game, <laughs> but I didn't think that Brisbane were going to. Potentially Hayden, we win. need your two takes for content. Don't stop giving your opinion. No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm going to stop giving the uh, opinion. <laughs> you guys can actually start lifting the fucking uh, main talk piece of the show going forward. So. What do you mean lifting? We <laughs> give our opinion, and it's wrong each time. Well, you saw yours because you give two. No, no. Let's give both sides for our listeners. <laughs> My shoulders are sore from carrying this pod for 112 episodes. Yeah, on, the, on, the, on the social media, it's really heavy, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, because you don't do anything on there. Well, so. I do tend to have a laugh. Well, as, Brisbane, as do we. Brisbane beat the D's. The footy gods spoke. Yep. The footy Jake, gods spoke. Jake Lever 
He was shit all night. Top five, top five flog in the AFL? Um, He's up there. Nah, no. Nah, okay, power rankings. I think power rankings. Oh, fuck, power rankings. There's only fucking six teams left, mate. Power rankings. Doesn't matter. No. So no, is Toby power, Green, would Toby Green be in there? Biggest flogs. Yep. Why would he be? He's not playing. Oh, it doesn't matter. He's just. But what do you so, mean? What do you mean? But he's, he's in the he's AFL. Oh, he's such a flog. I wouldn't say he's top five. He's so who? Jake Lever. Jake Lever. Oh, yep. Okay, Barry. so let's go. Let's go generic here. He's yeah. snuck. Okay, so Toby Green's he's in. He's snuck in. Yep. Ginnivan's in. Yep. Who else? Come on, give me some names. Again, I'm trying to get you, you guys. Go Tom top Lynch. Character. Yep. Mm, Isaac Rankin. No. No. Why? <laughs> Plucked him out of thin air. Um, I don't know. Anyone bulldogs? Well, let's talk about the footy. Let's talk about the footy. Okay. You, you said it. You asked for it. I tried to give you some. Jack yeah. Nunes. He knows what he Fuck did. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I don't think... Charlie Dixon. Oh, flop. Oh, come on. He gives double Cobras when they're down by 60. Tom Jonas. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, he flogged Gaff No one knows who Tom back. Jonas is, mate. He did flog Gaff. Yeah, true. thank you. Um, but Brisbane, they came back. They were down by 28 points. At that rate, I would have loved to see what they were live betting. Just um, another Melbourne uh, lead and, lost. And then second half, they just came out and they just they just look better. They just look. It's one of those cliches. They look tougher. They just look tougher. They look more hungry. Yeah. When Barry went to Oliver, the game on, baby. The, game. the kid boy, had twenty two touches in the second and half. And boy, didn't it hurt seeing uh, Petrarca wobbling around like he yeah. was? He's, he's, hey, hey, Nat Fife played a whole game on a broken leg. How we did, we did, got? we did lose that, but he had thirty-three disposals. Yeah. How many norms? Yeah. None. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because he plays for a relevant club. Do we want to talk about, it or do you want to move on? <laughs> yeah, to go on. Are you waiting for my opinion? Yeah, or yeah. Or? I'm waiting for you to say okay. something. So, what does it mean for Melbourne? What do you guys think? Um, I think that was a disaster. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. I honestly, see, like, people, this is what I have to deal with. I honestly don't even know what it means for Melbourne because, like, it's just a waste of opportunity. Can I set the it's, same for you? It's not like they're gonna like have a mass exodus of retirements. Like, it's just a, it's just a wasted opportunity. They should have gone back to back this year, but they uh, they they just have not been able to answer the question of where their goals are going to come from from mm-hmm. their key forwards. Sam Wiedemann hasn't picked up where he should be. Yep, and Ben Brown sucks. I don't think they're going to they're gonna fill that hole over the pre, over the season over the preseason. Set, let me set the scene. You got set ten, the scene. You gone ten and zero start of the year. Yes, mm. and then you gone six and eight in the back end, mm. and you've conceded more twenty plus leads than any other side in recent memory. Mm. And you gone straight sets. Mm. I think that loss to Freo really hurt them. You reckon that long ago? Yep, I reckon that was the start of their downfall. Their first loss, Kobe. Yep. They said, fuck me, the boys kidding. in purple are too good for us. Just, are you trying to just make yourself feel a bit better? That free man all A little bit. So my thing here, Dill, and I'm going to whack the D's here. In game, now we've watched a little bit of D's football. We've watched a fair bit. You guys have watched a, your fair share. Fair bit. Name me a tactical change. Good, that he doesn't the, make many, does he? That's what I'm saying. Hmm. What tactical change has Simon Goodwin made in game that has not been forced through injury or anything like that this year. Well, I mean, like, okay, let's talk Andy Bray. Ah, uh, Andy, um, Gus Angus. Brayshaw going away from Neil in the yeah. second half the and tagging him with. Um, Petty got moved into the forward line. Eight minutes left. Yeah, took so two strong grabs. Yep, it's too late. It's sure, too late, Goody. So that's the first time. But like when the game, like they've seemed to not have done anything in the last quarters to minimise. The damage? The damage that they've they've been a poor fourth quarter side all year and mm-hmm. they haven't really done much about it. I said it, I think it was last week or the week before, Melbourne are too predictable. They don't, it's strong contest, 
strong defense, um, and that's literally them. And teams have figured out, like Sydney and Brisbane. Brisbane still lost contested possession by 20. They, they still only... lost inside 50s as well, which is the Melbourne brand. But teams have figured out to beat them in other ways. And like, As long as you get it inside in a way where May and Lever can't set up between keep the it two low, of them keep to it intercept, shallow. Yep. you're going to have a chance to score. They're too predictable. So they've got to change a few things in the offseason because teams clearly have figured them out. They've got 6-8 on the run home. Cobb, you know, what be- you know what often beats predictability? What is beat predictability, mate? Unpredictability. Fantastic, mate. That's there so enlightening. Go. There's something but for you. One big thing to finish up on the Ds. Like, don't know what happened to Christian Salem after he came back from injury. Mm. But he was like, there was the big thing that they missed. Like, I don't know if it was form or change of role or whatever it was, but he was not the player of last year. Yes, he had the injury in round one, but... That run of halfback that gave him that unpredictability that they had a little bit last year killed him because it was literally just long down the line and whack him at contest nearly all year. Mm. So they're going to probably get a bit more dash off halfback if you ask me. Collingwood versus Fremantle. It, it, it played out. It played out almost exactly how I thought it was going to play out, to but, be honest. I think we said that. I, th- I think we gave Freo a better chance to beat Collingwood than we did Brisbane to beat Melbourne. Listeners at home, well, yeah. Sportsbet had Brisbane $4.40 and Fremantle were two thirty five. Yeah. In all honesty, I think the just overwhelmed. I think just overwhelmed. They're run off half back, Collingwood. They turn the ball over and they're gone. People like Nick Dacos, they just pinpoint kicks and they're gone. Jack Crisp, we'll give him the amount more. of we'll Jack Crisp he probably had, he the best game he's played for Collingwood. Yep. I reckon we, we maybe we'll in his give career. More in depth Collingwood, you know, breakdown when they finally lose a game. But my God, what about the turnaround? Holy hell! Yeah, I know. Craig McRae is a good coach, isn't but he? But yeah, couple of couple of dead weight. Couple of uh, dead weight players in that team on the weekend. Walker for Fremantle, one, yeah. Well, it wasn't dead weight players. I think we need to be careful throwing that term around. for the game. For the game, of course they were, but they were they were a young backline mm. that we spoke last week on the pod. We were worried if the pressure came, how would they stand yeah. up? And the pressure fucking came yeah. in spades. Someone just got shot in the CIA. Mm. <laughs> the pressure came in spades, as to it did with the Bulldogs in the first half last week, and Fremantle. Their kids crumbled. Clark, Walker, Brennan Cox started well, but then sort of deteriorated as the game sort of went on. So if we wrong. didn't have Cox in that first quarter, we would have been down by eight. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, time. but then he struggled and after then he struggled. time. I think they started playing Mason Cox on him and his heart started getting Yeah. Um, which really hurts me to say. You sit there and you go, poor, poor Griff Logue, like, he's just not a natural forward. Um, he's forward out of need, isn't he? Fremantle just weren't able to play their game, period. Like, they tried to shift angles, which... Um, was all well and good, but in my brutal, honest opinion about Frio, they don't have a brand that stacks up in finals, in my opinion. I think the way they try and move the ball is too easy to shut down, and when you don't have a plan B, it can kill you. And Fremantle don't have a great deal of leg speed, as a Collingwood do, as a Geelong do, as the top sides do. Um, Brisbane's in the same mould. Like, Brisbane don't have a lot of leg speed, but... Um, they've Brisbane have just got a bit that. more experience, don't they? Yeah, for sure. So, But I think, look... Siren goes, you look at it, lost by 20 points, probably should have lost by about 50. Yep. And you go, eh. First, you could be doing first year like, back in the finals. Won yeah. a final. That's all I asked for at pre-season. Yep. We'll be good for probably another six years, yeah. seven years. Oh, and you look, at, you look at the positives. Like It would just be shit. I couldn't, no one could tell you what the best 22 looks like for Fremantle next, next year. year. Oh. I mean, Monday leaves and you go, well, that's a big loss. Yeah. But have you seen Neil Erasmus in the... Playing for Peel last yeah, week. Johnson's he's only been, a kid, but fuck me, he's good. If Akers goes, Akers leaves, Johnson see. can play on the wing. Yep, I and think you'll see that. He's huge, yep. by the way, Johnson. Yep. He is, he is. But Sam Sturk will come in. Yep. So you could probably have a lineup next year of Amos, 
Um, obviously, Logue depending, but Tabernar and yeah. Sam Sturt comes in. So, yeah. Frederick I mean, Sam has Sturt's one ninety three ish, one ninety four. Yeah, he's not small. So um, he could be a Bailey Fritch. Who knows? More um, oh, plays very similar, doesn't he? Very similar. So it's exciting times for Frio. Won a final. It's a funny feeling. It's fu- it's a funny position to be in because you lose a final and then all this news comes out about almost six players wanting to leave with the addition yeah. of Liam, Liam Henry. But then you still look at it and you go, we're going to be good for a while. Mm. Let's not forget, if Rory Lobb wants to go to the Bulldogs, uh, Freeman are going to be saying, we want a first rounder. He's not worth a first rounder? Absolutely he is. After the year he's had, if Freeman will, Freeman will be demanding a first round pick for Rory Lobb. Peter Bell will get a first round for him. Yep. And I'll say, it's not about the talent; it's the value. Well, I want to, I want to see, I want to see what Freeman fans think he's worth because I'm seeing a trend here of Chera was what? was a fuckhead when he left. Correct. Apparently, Griffin Logue being played out of position is just a fuckhead that can leave. Rory Lobb is a fuckhead that can leave. Anyone that but says that about of, Griff is an idiot. But, but all of these players are worth two first, three first, this many first. So I'm very interested in what Freo fans think Lobb is worth because all I hear from Freo fans is how shit he is. Well, you, as a club, so, I mean, he goes I'm missing. Actually, but lobby, everyone, lobby. He just goes missing in big games, but his value comes from the fact that he can kick but four goals. Funny, I'd argue he was one of the top five players for Fremantle in the first half last week, uh, on the weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. He's, he's contested grab, his height, and a lot of people... I'm one of the biggest lob critiquers on the planet, but what he does and his size and his frame, he draws out the best key defender. And if you have a good number two, yeah. then it fucking like, oh yeah, Jeremy Cameron when they were at GWS, Lobby took a second defender or took sometimes the number one defender that actually killed um, the chance of the opponent actually shut down Jeremy Cameron. Still don't think Bulldogs are lo- uh, lob to the Bulldogs makes sense. But. So say it out loud, you think Rory Lobb is worth a pick between 19 mm-hmm. to 30-odd. I think so. I think he's certainly a first-rounder. Especially especially if you're going to do comparisons. I think we'll get their first-round pick. Yeah, I think I think that'll be the minimum demand. Yep. yep. And that'll probably different be story. Different Jackson. story if it's... Well, dogs are... What pick are they? I think they might be 12 or something around there, maybe a little bit less. But, um, yeah, it'll certainly be a first-rounder. And, then who and knows I think that'll happens. probably be used for Jackson. But on the next bit, you've got a bit more AFL here, Dil? No, not really. What else you want to talk about? Prelims coming up. Mm. Collingwood versus Sydney. Mm-hmm. What do we think? I could not tell you. Collingwood. You reckon the pies? Yep. Don't tell me. Don't ask me why. That's what I'm saying. The funny thing McRae said. Leave me his, alone. Funny thing he said in his press conference, McRae, um, said oh, a few weeks ago, obviously we played Sydney and we lost and people were saying, oh, how are you going to go there again? And he quotes and says, oh, Jordan Degoe reminded me that he didn't play that game. So Shoot. Jordan Degoe coming back in. The skinny ground, which hurts Collingwood a bit, doesn't give them the space yeah. and time to move the footy. And Sydney's had at least two weeks prep, and they versed them not Jack Jinnaman didn't play that game either. Yep, he got injured obviously Chase early. Chase has been good again in the final. Yep, so oh, it's going to be so interesting because yep. it's not like you've got a contested style team that Sydney versed in the first week. It's an yep. unpredictable, fast-moving His style. His salary just keeps going. Yes, so we all reckon, so I'm picking Sydney. I'm not Collingwood. I'm picking Sydney by... A kick. Geelong and margin, rough margin. Do you reckon a close game, big game? Yeah, uh, Collingwood. The five, Sydney game? Collingwood, five points. Yep. Sydney by three points. points. And what about Brisbane, uh, Geelong? What did you say? For Sydney by how much? Oh, I reckon Sydney by about 15. Nice. Uh, Geelong, Geelong, look, I don't think it's going to be a walkover. I think they'll might be in it a bit scrappy. And then the, I think it will be I think it will be like Collingwood for a sure. I'm going to go Geelong by 25 points. Yep. I think it'll be around that. Around that mould as well. I think Brisbane, unfortunately, have played their two grand finals yeah. in a row. Long um, by five goals. Yeah, plus. 
plus her. But, Abby, if you're listening, Brisbane by four points. <laughs> they don't have a matchup for Cameron. They move the ball a bit too quick for the Lions. They don't have the outside run to keep up with Duncan and Smith. And it's understated how much that'll hurt if Barry, his suspension gets held yeah. up. Yeah, sorry, we didn't speak about that. Is that a week? I gouge. Um, well, they had the Cameron come one come out, uh, the footage with the one he did on Marlon Pickett, and he only got a fine. So, well, I don't want it to be a week purely for the spectacle coming up for the prelim. But um, it probably is. It's, probably it's just worth. annoying because, like, 100% agree, he's doing it because he's got a forearm in his, in his neck. Mm. But it's like, you can't, you can't like, gouge, you can't yeah. face gouge. No, you can't. Um, but then I almost feel like I... In the same vein, there should be a punishment for Oliver for throwing the elbow into the throat. Yeah. Right. You know, yep. it's just a tough one, but yep. the weight probably is there. Without a doubt. All right. Quiz time. Cobber, you're up. Cobber, you are up. Ready to get rock and roll on board. All right, boys. Three three weeks you got, Cobber? Three weeks. First week, what we're going to do? I spoke to a few people. Now, you guys always criticise me that I don't do prep heading into, um, into any pod. But I have spoken. What? I have spoken. Criticise him. All I'm saying is that guys like Michael Jordan and Tom Brady, they find ways to motivate themselves. And I have found a way to motivate myself. Oh, my God. Okay? I've spoken to some of the people, and I've asked them favourite topics of said quiz. And they've been scathing of several quizzes that both you gentlemen have done. And one of the favourite topics that I have given... Everyone loves my quizzes. The week that was. Oh, the one that I created, you mean? <laughs> Yeah, All right. shock, so, gentlemen, shock. what we're going to do, um, we've got two I think that was here. me, to be honest. It, it doesn't matter. It's just I'm doing one now. Okay. okay. Um, Whatever. Our buzzers, so we're going to have Kobe, you're going to be opinion one. A who? Opinion one. That's your buzzer. Go. Opinion one. And you're going to be opinion two. Opinion two. Opinion. Oh, okay, you have two. Yeah, so you're going to be opinion one and you're going to be opinion two. He's asked us all from fence-sitting. All right, so... Um, the f- Why isn't he fence-sitter? No, no, no. He's just got it for today. Oh, but this may change next week, okay. considering I've got two more weeks with this. Okay. Um, rules of the quiz, just quickly, because I give rules with my quiz. Kobe doesn't, so I'll give some rules. You have to you have to listen for the whole question to be read before you can buzz in for your answer. Correct? Understood? Understood. That's rock and roll. Yes. How many questions? Uh, I haven't counted, but there's enough. Are there, <laughs> is this multiple choice, family feud, or you should probably know just questions straight up questions? Let me, let me count. One. Or is this just straight up questions? Straight up questions. There's a few curly ones, but let's, right. let's just play. Fuck it. Why not? It goes against everything. Right, there's a few. Said. There's a few. Maybe Fortnite. That was not the week. That was. But anyway, beside the point. Thomas Tuchel managed Chelsea for exactly 100 games before he was suddenly sacked. How many of them did he win? Opinion one. 63. Incorrect. Opinion two. 84. Incorrect. 71. Incorrect. Are you going to give us like a higher or lower? Is this it now is. 21 questions? Yep. He didn't say that. Is it between <laughs> is it between seventy and eighty? No. Is it between sixty and seventy? Yes. Is it higher than sixty five? No. <clears throat> is it sixty four? No. I said that before, doofus. Oh, I'm a doofus. Sixty two. No. Sixty three. No. Sixty one. No. Sixty. Well done, Dylan. Oh, Damn yeah. it. <laughs> yes. All right, going on this Chelsea thing. Gee, whiz, uh, good so one start. nil, one nil, one to you. Opinion two. Thank you. Good start. Uh, what is the name of the new Chelsea manager? Opinion two. Um. Graham Potter. Well done, Dylan. Wrong. Harry point. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus point. Any of you can buzz in for this. Where did he manage previously? Oh, Opinion one. Shit. Brighton. Very good, Kobe. Give me some respect. Right, and so now they've got a player manager. Right, so Adam Lalana. Yep, very weird. That's so weird. Yeah, very I weird. I didn't know that. Hey, we're people Is it Adam? Let's Adam. stay on topic here. Sorry, All right. sorry, sorry. Next sorry, one. As, as we are 2-1 to Opinion 2. Thank you. 
Uh, as we all know, the big fat man, Aaron Finch, has now retired as captain and in his ODI career. But, yep. gentlemen, in 2022, what did Aaron Finch average with the bat? Opinion one. Six. No. <laughs> Opinion two. Is it between 10 and 20? No. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Was it 17? No. Is it lower than 15? Yes. Is it between... Come on. Is it between 11 and 13? Yes. Is it 12? Yes, it is. <laughs> 12 runs there. Unbelievable. That's wow. So bad, man. Um, big cheese. Here you go, mate. Hans Neiman, the 19-year-old grandmaster who beat world champion Magnus Carlsen last weekend, says he will do what it takes to prove he's not a cheater. What is he willing to do to show he's not receiving help during games? What was the quote that he said Opinion he two. was willing to do? Play naked. Correct. <laughs> well done, Dylan. Fantastic. The quote says as follows. What? No, are you being serious? Dead set. He completely guessed it. He literally guessed it. Well done. Finish the quiz. Finish the fucking quiz. I'll read the quote that he said. <laughs> Neiman says, quote, If they want me to strip fully naked, I will do it. No I don't way. care because I know I am clean. What? You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission, I don't care. I'm here to win and that is my goal. Why? Do they think that's someone sending him messages or yeah. something? Yep. Um, so he said he would play naked deal. That's the quiz. That was a fucking death. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations. No, I didn't know who that person was when Big Chief sent the message in. I didn't even bother to Google it. Done well. 3-2. Oh, fuck. 3-2. <laughs> wow. Serena Williams lost to whom in the US Open? Opinion one. Isla Tomilianovic. Beautiful. Uh, that's baby. good. I should have been in there, yeah. 3 all. Watched at the gym. Carlos Alcaraz beat Kasparud in the US men's final and has now become the youngest ever world number one. Who was the previously youngest ever to hold the number one world Opinion one. ranking? Rafael Nadal. Incorrect. Damn. Who was the youngest ever? Youngest ever. Before Alcaraz. Before Alcaraz. All right. Opinion two. Was it Roger Federer? Incorrect. I've, I've seen this graphic and I've gone blank. I don't know who it is. I got no idea. No um, idea. No, just, just give a guess. Well, come on. Roger. Not Roger. I just said you Roger. literally just said Roger. Oh, opinion one. I thought you said Novak. No. No. Oh. Come on, opinion one. Novak. Has this... Pay 21 well, questions now. This well, is really hurting me because I thought you guys would get this. No, no idea. Uh, oh, was my. this... Did this person win a Grand Slam in the last five years? No. Okay, so that's where I'm... You, that's up to you. I, I'm sorry. Was thought... this person Australian? Yes. Was it Leighton Hewitt? Yes, it was. Shit. Leighton Hewitt yeah, was 20 wait. years of age. Both of you are. Both of you are. Fucking shoot yourselves. That's my really... Bad. That's come out of the blue from my brain. Right. My bad. Quick sorry. one here. So, well done. It's 4-3. Uh, How many questions left? You've got to let us... Like, a few. A few. Uh, which country was our careers from? Opinion one. Go, Kobe. Go, Kobe. Well done. Very good. 5-2. Oh, you just sneeze? 5-3. <laughs> The first weekend of the NRL finals commenced this past weekend. Oh, Who fuck. were the two teams that were knocked out from the first week of finals? Opinion two. One was the Storm. Yep, that's one point. And one of them, it, it was the uh, 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 the away game, I'm pretty sure. Come was it the Penrith game? It was the Roosters. Correct. Yep. Very good. Two points. Thank you. Score update. I'll and the Storm out. I think that's Storm yeah, out. Yeah, lost to the Raiders. Five all. Mm. Five all, yeah. Five all. Wow. Our beloved Queen died this past week and sent England and corresponding sporting events into turmoil. How many Premier League games were postponed as a result of the Queen's passing? Opinion, Opinion two. one. Two. Ooh. 20. Incorrect. Ooh. What do you mean? 20 games? Sorry. 
Fuck. Ten they're, games. Correct, Kobe. 20 well teams, done. Well done. I thought <laughs> you're wrong. Six five to opinion one. Oh, it technically could be correct if they postpone next weekend mm. too. Oh, gentlemen, we spoke about this on the pod, but Jared Berry has been given a one match suspension for eye gouging Clayton Oliver. Which eye did he gouge? Opinion two. one. Two. Oh, it was the uh, uh, right eye. Incorrect. Oh, Left. Damn. Well done, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> What's the score? Sorry, seven five. Yep. Thank you. Gentlemen, who sung the national anthem before? Pinyu two. Sorry, you didn't finish. Who sung the national anthem before the D's versus Lions prelim? Pinyu two. You didn't say I was buzzed out. You didn't say that person gets buzzed out. Dylan, this is my quiz, mate. He said it at the start. At the start. Don't play me, mate. Yeah, but he didn't say that person's buzzed out. Hey, hey, you've given your opinion. That's enough. Opinion one. My queen. Delta Goodrum. She's Very not good, the queen. You. That's not a. That's not a. Dylan, stop it. My that's, queen. That's I can shit. even tell you something of the Collingwood Freer game. Former Australian so, eye contestant hey, Taylor don't Henderson. Like, we don't like. We don't want you fucking. <laughs> for that. Me. For that. That's two points off. No, oh! not two. No, no, no. One, hey, one. Hey, can, hey, I, hey, can I actually hey. run my quiz? How I want to run my quiz? Because <laughs> the next fucking question was who sung the national anthem for the Collingwood Dockers game? <laughs> was it actually? Yes, it is. Right here, Taylor Henderson, and for that, two points deducted. <laughs> So All we're right. up to six to five. Yeah, six to five. I'm just too good. Fucking really. ridiculous, mate. <laughs> Bullshit. You should get an extra point. <laughs> All right. What were the details for the new AFL TV rights deal? Specifically, do we have to go through? That's all okay. Of them? No, Dylan oh, didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Specifically, the length and the amount. Uh, four billion. Incorrect. Mm. Opinion one. <laughs> four point five billion. Correct. Fuck me. Oh, length seven years. Correct. That's Is that two, two points? Yes, two points. Yeah, thanks. Right, gentlemen, we've got, a, we've got a couple more left. I might just use this as my last one. This could go any way. Is it 8-5? There's four points on offer. That's 8-5, yeah. 8-5, four points on offer. Who were the medi-subs for each team in the AFL semi-finals? Hmm. Dylan, I'm just going to be really careful here. I didn't finish the question, but I'm going to allow you to answer because you're down. Thank you. Bailey Banfield. For which team? Freo. Okay. <laughs> um, Carmichael for Collingwood. Yep. Oh, really? 8-7. Carmichael for Collingwood. Brisbane, Melbourne. Brisbane, Melbourne. None of them got activated, though, did no, they? No, didn't. Oh, Dylan. God, I'm trying to think. Who was... Baby Dylan, who was the Medisub? Who was the Medisub for Brisbane? Who was the Medisub, baby was it, Dylan? I don't think it was. Was it Mitch Step? Robinson? Incorrect. Bro. If you don't get this Shit. correct, you, Dylan. Ah, Kobe. Or should I say opinion one? If you get one of them correct, you win the quiz. Brisbane versus Melbourne. Who were the two Medisubs? Hmm. This has been painful for our listeners. I've got no fucking idea. Uh, Brisbane. Anyone can jump in. Brisbane. It was Jackson Payne. Incorrect. It was the other one. Opinion one. (laughs) Yes. The other Jackson. Yeah, go to. Yep. Can we have 21 questions? What's his fucking name? Uh, Was this person in their rookie year? No. Wait, are we talking about the Brisbane one? Yeah. No. Jackson Pryor. No. Damn. I don't this, think painful. this is really painful. I'm oh, sorry for oh, our listeners at was home. It, was it Reese Matheson? Correct. Oh, the beast. That draws the quiz eight all. And who then, was then. the Melbourne? Anyone can buzz in here. Who was the Melbourne Medi-Sub? Can we have another question? Opinion one. I do have one more. Opinion two. Was this person a forward? No. Was he a back? Yes. If you got him, you'd be best surprised. That doesn't fucking help. Do you want me to go to our next question? Jacob Van I Ruin. I have a spare one. If you have a spare one, it's tired, so do that. Tell us okay, who the Medisub was. Who was the Medisub? Medisub was Joel Smith. Nah, I wouldn't have got that. Not a chance in hell. Wait, yes. we're tired. Well, Guess what? Hey. Make a good quiz. Ten points on offer. Yep. This next one. Ten points? Yep. Well, there's only one. 
Sorry, well, that was my next question. Continue. Name for me the top 10 drivers in the F1 Drivers' Championship. Opinion one. Two. Give it to him. Go, Kobe. Please. Um, Verstappen? Yes. Leclerc? Yes. Two points. George Russell? Yes. Sergio Perez? Yes. Carlos Sainz? Yes. Five. You have to get the next five in order. Oh, my oh, God. Fuck. What the fuck? Because I just decided to do this now. Who have I said? You answered him, not me, mate. That's a bit harsh. No, it's not. It's you a big said question. It. This is my quiz. Lewis Hamilton. Incorrect. You've already said him. <laughs> See? Oh, no, you hadn't. Oh. Mm. Oh. Did you get it? Yeah, he did. So he wins the quiz anyway. That's fine. Uh, That's Fernando Alonso? Yeah, you got that one. Keep going while you're at it. I'll try to make it a little Lando bit Lando Norris? Correct. you got two more. Is he actually getting them in order as well? No. Oh, I just okay. had to change it. Okay. Sorry. I did my best. Esteban Ocon? Correct. Who's the last one? He is 10th. Magnuson. Mm, I don't know this Incorrect. one. Lance Stroll. Incorrect. Who was it? Was it Danny Rick? Bottas. Bottas. Oh, oh so shit. Very, very I, know, I know it was a bit of a long, painful quiz, but um, <laughs> I had, had, hey, this is what happens when you give two differing opinions. Oh, yeah, it, was, uh, it, was still, it was still classic. <laughs> it was still classic, and it came down to the last question, so that's what we were here for. Last question quizzes. Tell you what, I've done pretty fucking well lately in the quizzes. Big brain time. Please, you had one lucky question, mate. That was a quick I buzzer. think for our listeners at home, just on the quiz quiz. Also, have a better better buzzers next time. Opinion one, opinion two. That's what Dill sound with. like he sneezed every time. <laughs> but the thing is, I think when I run the quizzes, you guys offer the best jewels because I'm genuinely incompetent. Yeah, because we actually like each other. Whereas when no, I do it or no, when you do it. No, it's Kobe, that's no. See everyone. He's a fuckhead, isn't he, Dill? <laughs> Adios.